Gareth Edwards gave us Rogue One that has many called the true prequel of Star Wars original trilogy. He has given us now what I like to consider a sci-fi version of the golden child called The Creator. The Rotten Tomato score by the time of this review of 67% by the critics and 78% by the audience. So the less funnier version of The Golden Child? <laughs> no, like the sci-fi version. Welcome back to Tales of Two Bros. My name is Angel. I'm Adon. Where we give you a review at least once a week. Spoiler alert. How was your theater experience? Well, I went around noon. I would say there was about... 15 people, which is pretty ill for an, a noon viewing. Mm -hmm. You could hear a pin drop. Everybody was just like dead focused on the film. I would say as well, for me, it was like quiet. Once, you know, Regals, I, I've, I've taken a pause from AMC and, and I totally regret it. It says of their, their, their plans where Regal has, you know, you have this like 22, it's about 20, let's say 25 bucks a month, right? You can see unlimited films. But with Regal, it's only 2D, not IMAX, not 4D, yeah. not Screen X, where that's additional cost. Where in, with AMC, for about 25 bucks there, mm -hmm. everything's included. 3D, IMAX, 2D, of course. Doesn't matter if it's a new film or what have you. The only thing, though, is like when they have like special events, like Fathom events. Yeah, that's not included. Honestly, at this stage of the game, AMC really should start sponsoring us. Hint, hint, because we've dumped some cash into that that, that company. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely so. And plus, for Regal, like everything is so expensive. Like the, the snacks, like way expensive. It's just, it's like, uh. So once my term is up with Regal, I'm gonna go back to AMC. Does Regal have the similar intro, like Nicole Kidman coming up on your screen, sucking up like a no, five minutes? Like, no, no, Nicole Kidman is just strictly AMC, where this one they had the trolls from the movie. Like, I guess there's a new movie coming out that the, the trolls, trolls too. Yeah. The, well, no, it's like trolls, like ever after or something. I don't know. Something. Yeah, something. it's a sequel. Right. I know, but there's like five songs, five movies in already. Oh, I didn't know that. But anyway, so about 15, maybe less. You know, we went on Thursday, the day before the national premiere. Gotcha. The creator. Written by Gareth Edwards and Chris Wentz, directed by Gareth Edwards. Like as I mentioned earlier, he brought us Rogue One, which, and I think you agree with me, that is like one of the best Star Wars movies there is. Yes, uh, that's a hill I'm willing to die on. I, I'm, I've argued how good Rogue One is in the Star Wars universe to people that were like, "Oh, yeah. but he can't beat this one." I'm like, "No, he can." Now, Andor currently streaming on. Disney Plus, that's like one of the best season one Star Wars series. Arguably could be standalone series. In, right, but, but I'm saying like, but, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, but I'm, in comparison to the other Star Wars series that we have, Mandalorian, very up there in the sense of like neck and neck of the best, which was the best series. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it, starring John David Washington, Madeline y Yuna Foles, which was to me was like holy crap. She was like, what's a girl though on the from the movie you love, Man on Fire, Dakota Fanning. Dakota Fanning. She almost had that same level of commitment and believability. Oh, I absolutely uh, you know, spoiler, I love this little child uh, in the sense that like she stole the movie in a lot of ways for me. If she doesn't get Definitely. any recognition at all, I'll be upset because this girl brought something to the screen and I, and I absolutely thought it was great. 
Yes. You also have uh, Gemma Chan, Allison Janney, which I thought was, I didn't know she was in it. And I was surprised by that. Ken oh, yeah, Watanabe. yeah. I didn't know she was in it either. Ken Watanabe. We know him from multiple films like uh, Godzilla. Memoirs from a Geisha also from the last samurai mm-hmm. and also to go back to Gemma chan we know her from captain marvel she was one of, she was one of the first blue aliens and then she was also in the worst marvel Eternals. movie the eternals yes sergio simpson he was the best friend i was i'm just watching season three of the morning show and i forgot that he was he played the brother of reese witherspoon he plays a brother in that because i was like he looks so familiar i just can remember then we have here amar chadha patel he was the doppelganger uh police officer Mm -hmm. mark menchaka he was the guy with the beard he was in the ozarks yes but do you remember uh where amar chadha patel was in previously Yes, I know from Willow the series and Wheel of Time, sir. Wheel of Time. Oh, he's in Wheel of Time. Yeah, he's in uh, like season one. And... Only two seasons. There's only two seasons. Yeah, it uh, was he in both season one and two. I think he's in season one for sure. I know that a hundred percent. Not too sure about season two. Okay, uh, <laughs> Robbie, Robbie Tan, and you have also your uh, Ralph Innocent. We know him. He's like British or yeah, he's a British or Irish actor. He's really good. He had he had a strong American accent in this. Who was the military guy with the glasses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He shaved see. his beard uh, because in a lot of photos you have his beard going he has on. A beard, correct. You have Michael Esper, Veronica Nago. Uh, I said that incorrectly because I know that's not right. A lot of supporting roles in here. What was your first initial thought? I had a blast with this, but my only drawback was that it was a little bit too long. 15 minutes too long. Yeah. it. I know for for me, usually my sweet spot's around hour 45, two hours for on film on average. And when she started going past that two hour threshold, and two hours just pushing it for me, it's just my attention span. When she started pushing that, you got to be bringing something to the table. I can agree. There are definitely parts where it lingered and it could have been trimmed out. Beautiful film in a oh, lot of it was stunning. It was stunning. It actually, in the sense of from the previews and I didn't see that many previews, but from the previews, it, it took me, I mean, I was expecting something else than what I saw. Yeah. And I, I, and I was the same way. I didn't watch any previews prior to like maybe a couple of weeks before it actually came out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm pretty dead on on the Golden Child reference. It pretty much is. And of course, there's, there's a Star Wars influence there as well with the sci-fi as well as Blade Runner. But mm-hmm. you have here a black hero or the story of a uh, in the eyes of a black person, character. Mm-hmm. The love interest is Asian. Mm-hmm. And you have a child, ball-headed, mm-hmm. of Asian descent, obviously, who is the chosen one to save their race or to yeah to save the race because of what's happening here where an ai took over almost like terminator but then they they try to have a way to coexist with human and machines like that but they're taking now like the military be it american what have you is killing or trying to destroy ai and pretty much sympathizers I think you kind of spiraled from the golden child reference a little bit. How so? Cool. Well, okay. I was going to simplify it more because I could see what you're talking about. An uh, Asian child of descent as uh, the chosen one. You have your uh, token black uh, man uh, hero. Well, not really token. That's He's the only one. He's the one. But yeah, but I'm saying it's a black character. A black character. character. Or it's a character who happens to be black. 
Yes. Right? And then again, the love interest is Asian. Wasn't the girl Asian? This is true. Child? And the premise right. is to save humanity from impending doom and the child's fate is what dictates the humanity's choice. And uh, so, so how is it not related to Golden Child? Oh no! I said you kind of spiraled because then you started going into D Day and started talking about Terminator and started going into well, other course, things. But, but this movie has multiple references, multiple influences. It has, yeah. Listen, it also has influences from Fern Gully, mm-hmm. Dance with Wolves. It also has The Last Samurai. All those three films where, or a guy who is hired to infiltrate or to take down a certain group. And, but then yeah. he becomes part of that group. He adapts them into, or he welcomes their lifestyle or way of being. And it's, and it kind of becomes the hero in a way for them, even though the true hero is the child, but he's like the martyr. He's the one that puts himself in line to help her survive. And no, absolutely. you have that reference there. The uh, child kind of gives him like a, a thing of redemption almost also. Oh yeah. He looked at AI as nothing but just machines with no feelings. Mm-hmm. They were not, yeah, they were programmed. They were not- um, Like iRobot. Sentient, sentient, like 3CPO. Oh no, like Will Smith, iRobot. Like that was right. the same also thing. Also 3CPO. 3CPO and, the, and the, all the droids, they're sentient. Oh, yeah. Short Circuit, one of my favorite films. I love that film. Short Circuit as well, yes. And then you also have a, a mix of Total Recall, where like in the sense of Total Recall, not because of you're, you're, you're going to another body. Well, they kind of are. They Would it be more uh, Blade Runner? The sense, it also, yes, definitely like Blade Runner as well. But we're yeah. talking about Total Recall in the sense of where like the bad guy is chasing them and they're finding ways. So every time they move, you have like in Total Recall, you have that. Not, not Quaid is the hero, the other guy, uh, Iron uh, Mike Ironsmith's yeah. Ironside's character. He was always chasing, right? And this, the girl- Allison Janney, Colonel Howell, always on their pursuit with them. Right. Just like knowing going in where to be and then catches up to them. And mind you, like when she gives her backstory about like her loss, mm-hmm. as soon as she's, uh, she gave that backstory about her son, I'm like, this is a woman that's going to kill every droid. There is an existence without any hesitation or excuse. Well, that's the same thing with the guy from Mike Ironside with Total Recall in the sense of the Martians or the aliens, all that stuff. Yeah, but you don't know like a tragic backstory. He just seemed like a guy who enjoyed it. She, oh, she, yeah. Yeah, no, she was definitely like. Well, she, you know, she had two sons that. Yeah, one of them went, went slowly from the way she described yeah. it. Two things right. I, I did notice watching it though, and it just is just quirks. Um, one, I thought it was funny that the big doomsday uh, nomad device, mm-hmm. the ship, it were, looked like something from Marvel. Yeah, like one of the uh, like Thanos's Chitari ship. The way they target just looked like a overhead uh, barcode scanner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was just watching. I'm like, every yeah. time I see, I'm like, I'm having flashbacks to retail. I'm like, why are we barcoding everything? I, I couldn't. I didn't really get it, but then I got it. I mean, it's something that I don't understand because we have that now in the sense of satellites yeah we have military satellites that look from down way above but this was like you can see it coming you see the enemy it's like in the lower atmosphere it's not in the like stratosphere i I want to say there's a sphere below that i would not know know. and the other part i was going to say for people trying to recover a doomsday device a lot of people were friendly shooting at it Meaning the child, there it is. There's the weapon, and they just start shooting. They they, they want to shoot the guy. They but they're aiming at the kid. I'm like, wow, um, your recovery ethic is really off. The cops, the P, uh, the PD. Are you talking about the barn with the car? Also, when they um, go into the apartment with the girlfriend of uh, his best friend, 
Oh, the the bomb, the yeah. ice cream bomb. And I was like, yo, how how would they not know that it's not going to destroy the, the very thing that they're searching for? Like, But that's what they want to do. They want to destroy it. No, the police didn't. They wanted to recover it. But I thought the whole thing was to destroy. It wasn't like shoot to kill. All the simulants and all the androids were supposed to recover. Okay. All right. I didn't. I, I thought it was just shoot to kill. Yeah. Okay. Joshua was the one they were like shoot to kill. He's human. He's American. That that was the the key phrase of the movie. Oh, they're American. Bad guys. Shoot them. Like wow, generalization a little. Now, did you have any? favorite moments or scenes when she's crying and they're on the space station and she and he she's like i want you to come with me and josh was uh telling her to go i thought that was actually it brought a tear in my eye like i don't oh, usually it like it was, it was a, yeah. definitely emotional and that's one of the reasons i like this little girl and i think this is her first film too i mean she was young i first thought it was a boy i didn't know it was a girl you can't I mean, it's kind of, kind of hard that young with a shaved head yeah but hey you know i stand corrected uh, IMDb yeah, says it's her, her only her film. Yeah, that's her only film. Well, she fucking killed it. Absolutely. Like, breakout like role. The, yeah, she was like the best part of the movie. Washington was great. He did a great job. Mm-hmm. He's getting better and better with every project he does. But for someone who is new to acting, I mean, wow. Yeah. She blew it out of the park. Oh, when she filmed it, probably was what, like seven or eight? Possibly. Yeah. Um, you know, depending on what with COVID and what have you, how it got pushed back. Since we're talking about things I like, though, I like the scenes with Allison Janney. Uh, she she was like, great. She brought fantastic. Like the performances I remember her, w- with her off the top of my head are like comedic performances. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So here she was also she's in the West Wing. She was also in the show The West Wing, which never is very watched dramatic. It. But I'm just saying she's done a lot of drama roles. But then, yes, yeah, she has gone to comedy. Like mm-hmm. I think it's Mom. On CBS, the show Mom, I think. Probably. Or Moms or something like that. I never never watched it. But yeah, when I saw her on the screen, I I took me off guard. It it took Kim off guard. She just like, oh, wow. I was like, yeah, I know. I'm pulling her up right now. She's like in Juno, The Hell, Mom is the show, DuckTales. Mm. Oh, she was a voice actress in DuckTales? Uh, The new version of DuckTales, not the old one. For some reason, I got Sigourney Weaver alien vibe from her. She was badass. Absolutely badass. If Ripley played by Sigourney Weaver in the Alien franchise. Mm-hmm. If she turned bad... I could see that. She would, she would be like that. Mm-hmm. She was very straightforward uh, mm-hmm. to the point, like, if you were going to be on the same side, you could almost trust her. Um, she didn't seem like a truly deceitful person, but she was, at the same time, no joke. Anybody under her command, like, just as soon as she gave them the eye, they'll just straighten up and like, yes, ma'am. Okay, if she was in Expendables 4, and she was playing the part of Megan Fox... It would have been a badass role for her. She would have. She commanded leadership. It would have made for a. Uh, I don't know. A weird, a weird, a yeah. weird love story with Jason Statham and maybe more with uh, St- uh, Sylvester Stallone. Or no love scene, no love interest, whatever. You didn't need. But true. I'm just saying, if she was there, it would have been a badass moment for her kicking ass. I would have loved to see that. That would have been great actually but okay so for me yeah go ahead the acting overall it was really good i'll I'll give it that yeah i don't think there was any acting that was i think everybody brought something to the table yes yes but madeline to me stole it absolutely she dominated every role her 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 timing of the lines and the emotional moments it was just off the chain but there is a one comedic moment it deals with the barn again and it deals with a dog that was great when they when they shot in like a grenade launcher kind of thing and it was it was waiting to get detonated, 
that it picked it up and Kim freaked out. I was like, no, 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 no. Because, you know, she's an animal dog lover. Of course, the film is not going to be yeah. realistic, but she thought something was going to happen to the dog that when the dog brought it back as if it was playing fetch catch, or yeah. catch. And then I, it hit the robots. And then you see the robots. One is like walking around. The other one's trying to find his head to put it back on. After the, yeah. Like, after the explosion, we just laughed. I mean, I laughed. I thought it was freaking hilarious. I, I'm not going to lie. Like when I first saw that, I had the first thought that came into my mind. Oh, please tell me they're not going to blow up the dog in, the, right. in this whole thing. And I like, that was the very first thought that I had to my mind. And then it dropped down. I'm like, oh, thank God. I was like, this is going to be great. <laughs> And yes. they, they react exactly like how regular people would react. They're like, oh, shoot. <laughs> they start running. Exactly. Because they, they do have some sentient in them. I mean, because, okay, so the bombing the bombing that happened at Ground Zero in the setting of this movie. The D-Day. Yeah, D-Day. It's like 10 years later. Then when we see the girl, it's like another five to seven years later. Mm -hmm. Because when we, see, when we see Washington's character... And uh, Gemma Chan's character, Maya and Joshua, they're 10 years. She's pregnant. Then time has gone by. I think I said five years. I think I said five years. Yeah. From that, then we see him again, like he's working on the uh, at ground zero, collecting data or information, what have you. They're like Bodies. cleaning. They're, they're actually cleaning. Is there any foo-paws? Well, we talked about timing. And and that was an yeah. easy fix. Just like maybe trim down some of the scenes a little bit more. Oh, that, the, oh the movie length. Yes. You could shut that down. Let's look at the real quick. What is this story about? To me, this movie is a love story. You have Joshua, even though he was hired or he accepted a mission to infiltrate and find. Nirmada. He ends up falling for the. What the he target. thought was the daughter of Nirmada. Right. He thought it was the daughter. And that's a Star Wars moment where we find out that Nirmada is actually her. Yeah, it may be predictable, but at the same token, I was like, I didn't expect it. I was like, oh snap, it's her. Even though like his plans were exposed because the, the the his team came in a little too early. Yeah, because they found out they found out that he's actually it's like a, a thriller or a scary movie where the killer is in the house. The thing you're is, in bed with the killer. Those are the he's actually movie, uh, so my a, my wife is an axe murderer <laughs> with uh, with uh, Michael, Michael Myers. Myers. Yeah, uh, that he. They're, they're coming actually to save him and to pull him out because they found out that who Nomada was. Yeah. But they didn't tell him, which was kind of weird. It was like, you, I'm surprised you didn't tell him that you waited to like your deathbed, that you're going to tell him that who was Nomada, like your wife that you've been missing and still depressed about. It was need to but know information. A, I guess so. But the thing is, this is a love story in the sense of he still loves that woman. Oh, absolutely. Day. Like he has every night. It's like Lethal Weapon with Mel Gibson's character. His wife died and he's still longing for her. He mm -hmm. wants to join her, but he can't pull the trigger. And here is kind of almost the same way. And then when you see that the reun reunion with him and the AI version of her that has the memories, you know, he accepts his face. Like, because he says, if I could only have, give you, have one more minute with you, I'll well, give everything up. Yeah, he said that at the very uh, early on because he, he told yeah. that to the general a lot. He's like, yeah. oh, no, Colonel. And he's like, I, I would do anything for just one more minute with her. And the thing was, it was under the, pro uh, the promise that she might be alive. That was saw, also a good like, scene when, uh, when they're like, we can't hurt our creator. And Alfie, can you send her to heaven? Yeah. Yo, I was like, I was like, that's harsh. It's like not in a bad way, but that is just like that's a deeply 
hard scene. Mm-hmm. I also liked the rocket launchers or the grenade launchers in the sense of that it tags you and it stays with you. You may not know it. You like you felt like you yeah, that, that was like Halo arm. to me. That reminded me of the game Halo. Oh, is it? I I don't know. I never played Halo, but this in the they have a like, sticky you know, bomb, right? But what I'm saying, like they're wearing all this armor, so you get hit. So it's like the armor gets hit, whatever your gear you're wearing, but you don't know that you still have a tracker or a sticky bomb. Yeah, on you, and then it, t- it takes off that 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 plane, that helicopter. Oh, that was so beautiful! Taking out that <laughs> helicopter was so beautiful because they couldn't do it in time. And they, it was, should uh, I get it off me? And he said, "The one guy, I'm trying." <laughs> and then it happens to the jet to the colonel, and uh, the colonel even realized that at one moment. She's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Like, and the the well, soldiers right. act the soldiers retriggered it because Alfie was turning it oh, off she was right, right and because was right and because the soldiers took aim right joshua had to grab alfie and that broke alfie's concentration correct and, and so the, it was their fault right yeah, it was absolutely their fault and the colonel recognized it in, in like in within a fraction of a second like the colonel mind is like yeah. sharp as a knife just gets it well she probably studied them and, and know and, and knew about alfie in a sense of what she could do or potentially possibly, yeah. yeah possibly yeah but again, that's very Star Wars in the sense of when a Jedi or a Sith using their powers, they, it's not infinite. If they lose distraction, depending on their strength or their power level. Yeah, it takes they'll, concentration. They'll, they'll lose once they're distracted. I'm trying to think of a full pod except for the timing of the movie length. I mean, I mentioned the, like, I just thought it was weird, like how they just kept shooting at the target of Alfie. Like when they were in the in the vehicle, the little family school bus, as I call. Uh-huh. And they were crossing the border. They know that the target is a child that was kidnapped. Mm-hmm. They need to get the target back. There's mm-hmm. the, they have one American and then about five or six innocents in the vehicle. As they're driving away, they just open fire like it's nothing. That's true. And I was like, okay, different country, different time. Sure. Well, I, weird to me that if, mm-hmm. if you have a target that you so, supposed to apprehend live, you're going to open fire blindly. Maybe that's just me. Now, did what's his name have a funky death? Uh, McBride, the guy with the beard, uh, Colonel's right-hand man. I think he had a funky death, like a, na- a nasty one. I can't he, didn't, he didn't have a funky death. He was right there and he tried to shoot Joshua. Joshua shot. Uh, no, he tried to shoot Madeline on, on the bridge. He he got shot in the knee and right. then he tried to shoot Joshua. Joshua was like, don't. And then he shot him in the head. Oh, why am I getting something? It was like someone had a violent, someone had a violent death. And I can't remember. I mean, those were the two droids. That was the weird thing. The, the two droids like launched a droid and one of them hesitated and then turned to the colonel and said, like, it's been an honor working with you, ma'am. Or, or something like that, and then yeah. ran off. I'm like, oh, it was sentient and it wasn't well, they're supposed all, to. They're, they're all, yeah, yeah these, these AI, they, from the original AI from the from D Day, it, it has grown even more. Yeah, in the time frame of 15 years. Oh, I, I I do kind of find it funny and scary of how those came in where they're just running, 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 and you, you're trying to take it down, and you can't stop it. Yeah, and there's some eeriness to it. I can't. It was it like the juggernaut, like an unstoppable force that just comes right. through. But still, something eerie about it—the way it moved, the way it landed, the, the sound that it made when it landed. There was something about it that was just like offsetting for, to me. Mm, that's right. I don't know. I don't know exactly what. Ooh, um, um, was it the death at the farm where uh, the farmer was like, "Don't worry, I'm gonna kill the American," and <laughs> he turns around and then you hear the gunshots, and then he looks down and there's a hole in his chest. No, not that, that one. Know. Okay. No, it was like someone's face, like. Oh, 
Amar Ch- uh, Chara Patel. Uh, the uh, yes, simulator. that one. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm saying I was like, I know I saw someone's face gap because he wasn't really dodging. He just no, like he was not. He was just that confident and like whatever. Yes. Mm-hmm. I I was like, oh, it caught me. I was like, because I didn't expect it. Um, it was like you have now, his face. Right. But the thing is, okay, so the old man who got shot in the chest yeah. by Joshua, he didn't get up. No, he was on his knee. He actually went down. Right. But then you have uh, Watanabe's character, uh, Hurin, excuse me for saying it wrong, but he got shot in the chest and then got back up. You can't keep a good samurai down. Or AI, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I'm saying. He got, he, he's he done. A, he's same. a lot of films. They got to give him like the. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't matter for the character. It doesn't matter for the character, but I'm just saying they both suffered the same damage, but he was able to maybe, well, maybe, I don't know. Side note, every time I saw him on screen, I just want to hear him say, for some weird reason, let them fight. From Godzilla? (laughs) Yes. Okay, here's the thing. that, Like a movie like this, it gets better and better when you think about it. Yeah. Because yes, last night when I saw it, I was like, okay, it was a good movie. Long. Again, that, that, that hit me in the thing. Then I thought, I was like, wow, that's really good. That's another nice point. And, you know, and like how today we're focusing on like we have or what we're dealing with um, AI and chat PT, whatever, chat TP. I don't know. I don't know the correct word for it. But mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about where they have AI now being a little more around and active. Yeah, people use AIs to write reports or like to right. uh, write their resignation letters to their employer right. and stuff like that to be professional. Correct. Right. And other things too, like in the sense of, of voice or even music. They even use AI to hack some security sites. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's kind of weird or convenient like the, that the movie is how relevant it is now yeah. with AI still in its early stages. The music by Hans Zimmer, amazing. And it kind of felt some of the music and some of the cutscenes felt very Quentin Tarantino. You have the cutscenes like the child, the wife, the friend, almost very similar to Kill Bill. I was thinking of Sisu. But Sisu took it from Kill Bill. I know. Kill Bill <laughs> took it from a, another samurai film. Mm-hmm. So, it's, but I, and you know, you have the relation with the titles and the Japanese writing or the kanji written right underneath of the, the title of the subject. Yeah. They use the translations but, of each. Right. But then you have also the music they play sometimes, not the musical score, but the music they played, it felt like a very Quentin Tarantino type of film. Not necessarily yeah. film, because it was definitely not a Quentin Tarantino film. Quentin Tarantino would be a little more, blood, more cursing and like more, uh, Dialogue. One, one, yeah, dialogue. that's what I was gonna say. There had to be at least one or two just straight down talk scenes. Right. <laughs> this is one of those films that, like, the more you ponder it, the more things will pop up. Like, I was thinking to myself, like, uh, I did think it was a little bit predictable about like they found the droid that looks like the mom and it, it tried to insert the the memory into it. Well, it was kind of convenient that she found that one out of several hundred in that room. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, does it make for a great moment at the end? Yes. Here's my food pop. Cool. Okay. We is found one. Pa? No, it's not a food. No, it's not really a food pop. But the thing is, don't be friends with Joshua because yes. you'll die. Mm-hmm. He's like Constantine. Friend. Like DC's Constantine. He's like he's the worst best friend you could have. Like he's he's a guy who gets stuff done, but anybody around him is probably going to suffer. Right. But the thing is, like, he goes to see his friend. Girl, I'm doing that. The friend's girlfriend, first to the go. Girl, best friend's girlfriend. Again, very Star Wars, very solo, where Lando is crying to see his, his girlfriend or best friend, his co-pilot, mm-hmm. die. And they were saying that it has some, it has some um, theories, if it is theories, if it is, 
that Lando was pansexual or whatever you want to call it, that he, he loved man, women, machine. Lando was open. Apparently way open. That's what she said. Even though his best friend was with him in the military, you know, machine, the AI is enemy, that he turned a leaf. Yeah, and his best friend was the one that told him it's just a program. Right. And the thing is that he has feelings for this program mm -hmm. and he helps create other or to further push the program. Exactly. He became a supporter. He became a sympathizer, a fighter of the cause, if you will. Yeah. Um, okay, here's the fupa. I finally got it. So Alfie is actually the child. Yeah. Their child. In her imagination of what it will look like. Gemma Chance, Maya. The baby wasn't born yet. It, uh, oh, she took a scan of the embryo. Right. Okay, yes. And used that scan to develop Alfie. Um, right. So that's where... Joshua changed his perception or perspective because he found out, because again, until that moment, until he find out that that's actually a reincarnation, if you will, or AI version of his child that he never had, it was killed or- From the explosion. From the explosion. But why is she so light? You would think from the, maybe the embryo, yes, but it's a mixed child. The child would oh. have some- yeah, darker, I, I, maybe maybe I, darker I, I, pigmentation <laughs> or maybe a different facial uh, likeness to him because she, she Alfie does not look like him at all. This is a fair point, and I did think of it to myself too. I'm like, maybe there's something in his genes that was like down the line. It's like the one eighth part. Or from the slave masters? From the, I, don't, you know, I don't know. I mean, uh, Madeline herself, she's pretty mixed. She's got Thai, Laotian, and Cambodian mix, and Ger no, I, uh, German American. Um, I, I, I understand that. That's, but that's not the, you're missing the point that she just didn't okay, grow into it. Actress, yet. That's the actress, but I'm talking about the character. I know. Hey, I, there's photos of me as a baby where I was wise, giving snow, and then I got darker. You were never white. Mom, mom, mom will show you the photo. She has a I photo was there. of there. She she showed me a photo. She said you were white with like straight hair. Bullshit. That was me. So she's showing me photos of you. Most likely because <laughs> I had straight hair. She swear I swear to you, I, I swear to you, mom would show hair. me this photo multiple times. I had brown hair that, that when the wind hit, the hair will move. Flur. Now my hair, well, my hair is not black, but my hair was black. It got uh thicker, it got wavier. Now my hair is gray. It's still thick. It's still wavy. You're no, no, I'm sorry. You are not. No, maybe as a newborn, but then after that little time, no, it was a newborn not. photo. Yeah. Well, almost every baby's hair is straight as a newborn. But white? Almost every, you are not white. She said, she said, white. You are not, you are not white. You are not. Sorry. <laughs> Right. That's what you. That's your goal to be. You are not sorry. She told me on uh, on like when they identified my race. She said, "Put roll white." <laughs> well, we are considered white. We are. We're not considered black. We're this either, either mixed or but white. Yeah, the way they look, categorize it now. But anyway, that was my only fupa in that sense. That Fair enough. Alfie could have should have been a little more of the two. Now I understand mm -hmm. sometimes you know mixed families one does dominate dominate. Yes, in case of point, Kimberly's two kids, her son. Looks like a twin of her, a male twin or male version of her. Yeah. Her daughter does not. She looks more Anglo, more European. So there's, yes, I understand. But the skin color is, their, their skin complexion is still the same. I don't know. That's just the only fupa on that. I mean, 
regardless, Madeline was amazing. Regardless of the skin complexion, whatever. She did yeah. an amazing job as Alfie, as a performer. And I am looking forward to her next project. Because she should be getting multiple work from this. If she doesn't, I will be surprised. I will be surprised as well because that girl killed it. Is this worth the watch? Absolutely. Worth the own. I would say uh, this is going to be one of those like Oscar worthy films potentially. Mm -hmm, so yeah, mm -hmm. if you're a collector of like, I, I love like Oscar quality films, worth the own. I would say no. Okay. But maybe depending on behind the scenes material. If they don't have like a behind the scenes material for this film, I will be a, a surprised. A right. film of I this mean, scope should have at least one or two featurettes. And most likely it, it would. Most likely it will. I'm just saying that's like, that's for me, that is worth the price of ownership. Okay. But also I want to go back real quick too, in a sense they use for promo, instead of like saying using commercials because of the writer's strike that just yep. finally ended, they use AI personnel or AI figures in baseball stadiums. I heard about that. Uh, I didn't were, see it, but I heard. I don't know, I don't know how it was done. It says, like, was it real people that had the prosthetics? No. Because it's kind of hard because it's a, it's a halo thing. Yeah. It if I remember correctly, it's like because, like, a lot of stadiums still have, like, empty seating. So they'll mm -hmm. fill up empty seating with CGI AI models of people and stuff like that. What are you talking about CGI? The, well, that was when I heard that they were planning on doing stuff like that, like, I mean, there were, there were actually people, but it wasn't empty. It was like they were among the people. Okay. Now, if CGI, in a sense, on film, in a sense, like when they filmed it and they fixed it up, maybe. But that did remind me of something that I don't know if it already happened, but maybe happening. Disney plus football game. Yeah, it's all. <laughs> okay, it's October 1st. Uh, they're going to do it on ESPN. Yeah, Sunday. So it's a uh, on October, and this is relevant to what we're talking about. Um, so there is going to be a telecast on ESPN Plus and Disney Plus. Uh, it's going to be a football game live. It's going to be Jaguars versus the Falcons, okay. and they're going to televise it, and then at the same time digitize it to look like Toy Story. Oh yes, I heard about that. And I was the, so the confused when I heard that because I didn't pay attention that long, or I didn't go into the. Uh, find the details about that but i heard about it, yeah there'll be a toy story football match i'm like what yeah so it's a real game i imagine they're probably trying to get kids to watch well the, by the time this review comes out that has gone has passed that just just shows like where we are technology wise and the the the, the deal with the writer strike mm -hmm. was in reference to ai yeah because how easy it is to create someone's likeness now and also how easy to make someone's voice. So they're, they fought in the sense of that writers and actors, or more of the actors now, is that their performance cannot be reduplicated, re reduplicated or duplicated for other projects. So if like, if you yeah, look want, at Star Wars, have, well, yeah, but they had permission, but from the estate. Yeah. But the thing is like people were doing it without the permission, voice, likeness, they were doing it without. So they were, they were doing it now to protect the actors, the performers. Did they do that with Flash? I don't think they got everybody's permission for that final scene for Flash. Possibly they should have. Oh no, Nick Cage didn't get permission. Yeah. I don't think he gave permission. I think he's suing. I think they showed him like online. There's like a clipboard. They showed it to him and he just shut the laptop. Oh, he's pissed. Yeah. He's pissed. Weird times we live in. Now, where do you see your scoring? 
in comparison to Rotten Tomatoes. Again, on Rotten Tomatoes, 67% by the critics, 78% by the audience. I think it's low, low. I would go towards the audience, but I would have to put it in much higher. Right. I would think more in the 80s. I would say 85. I would go... Maybe that's too generous or maybe for some, but I think 85 is really good. I was going to be higher, 88 or 89. Okay. Not much higher. 88? <laughs> not much higher. But like 85, because of how stylized the, the, the CGI, the performances. Now, yes, you have a lot of influence from other movies, as we mentioned. It is a tad bit long, but it's still a solid movie. I, I feel like it's, in the sense, it's like... I remember when Rogue One first came out, if memory serves correct, it wasn't really as recognized critically as it is now. As time will go on, the scoring will, will show more appropriately. True. I was interested in the characters. I was emotionally invested in the characters. Yeah. Many moments like, you know, you felt it when Alfie and Joshua are being separated for the, for the final time. You felt it when her going to heaven or thinking that she won't go to heaven or you cheered when you found out that what josh was said to her in her ear yeah and then you see what happens afterward with the truck and then you see the reunion with him and maya for the final time there's emotion there and and i now was i was with them the whole time yeah all right guys that is our movie review of the creator have you seen it what was your favorite moment or what moment do you think was the weakest let us know in the comments below. If you have a movie or show you would like us to review, please either comment below or emails at tellsthetwobros at gmail.com. Until next time, we'll be the next time. I'm Angel. I'm Adon. Love you, bro. Love you too.